Hello, and welcome to another episode of Midnight Coffee Hour. This week, we are going to dive into the paranormal activity. Brian, are you ready for this? I'm scared. Let's do it. You should be scared. You should be frightened. (laughs) Well... So this is episode 10. Number 10. We have made it to double digits finally. So. Do you have any spooky subjects you want to talk about or just story time? Well, we could do a little bit of both. But my first question is, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. I was going to use some French language there, but heck yeah, I believe in some (laughs) spiritual spookiness. Um, Heck yeah. We got some cool stuff in Missouri too. Like the prison. Heck yeah, we do. We got the prison. We got the women's prison. We got. I've been to the women's prison. Really? Yeah, don't tell the law. Don't tell the 5 0. Yeah, I went through there with uh, Dimitri. A couple times a long time ago. Now I heard it. You park from far away, you walk a mile, it's a creepy gravel road, and you walk through a spooky, totally pitch black. Prison. And then you get on the roof. That's pretty cool. Now I heard it's haunted, but I also heard that it's used for SWAT training now. Is it? That's pretty cool. So like people are saying, "Oh, my eyes cheered up." Blah blah blah. It's because they use pepper spray there and it's still in the air. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> do you have any kind of paranormal or ghost encounters? I guess story time. Okay, I will tell. Secret story time. I will tell one story, and then you'll tell the story. Heck yeah. Just go back and forth. <clears throat> Hopefully you can hear me pretty well. Um, so here's here's a first story. It's kind of spooky. So I'm sitting at a table kind of like this, except for it was in a corner of uh, two walls. It was in a small house on Marshall Lane in Jeff City, Missouri. And uh, on, on the wall, we had this big, I mean... Uh, probably the size of whatever table you're sitting at. Um, metal piece. It was a, it was a diamond shaped. It was huge, uh, and it was made of you know, bronze. So it was about seventy pounds, and it was hanging by one nail. So it's supposed to be in diamond shape. It's really cool. It's artistic and stuff. And uh, I'm sitting there with my mom. You know, she just cooked dinner. Great cook, by the way. And we're just we're just eating it up. Love you, mom. And. Uh, Anyway, I get this weird feeling. I go, like, oh, I'm almost an earthquake going through the house or whatnot. But the uh, the metal triangle deal, it's like 70 pounds, starts shaking a little bit, just wiggling just a little bit so you can hear it bouncing off the wall. And then uh, I'm looking at it, and it goes from being a diamond, it rotates up to a square shape. But there's only one nail holding this thing. I mean, it is a, like you're looking at a square, but there's only one nail in the upper right hand corner holding onto this thing. And so it's up there, and I'm like, Mom, that's kind of that's spooky. Look at it. And she's like, oh, it's nothing. Blah, 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 blah. It's just, we're good. Just eat your food. We're all good. <laughs> and then it, How most parents are. Yeah, and then it, then it creeped back down and went back to the diamond. But that was one of the first spooky things uh, that I've dealt with. And, I mean, we had, it was, we stayed on the main floor, and there was a sub-level. It's like a basement. <clears throat> and, uh... And we would all be upstairs, but you could hear some people like walking around downstairs. You could hear stuff walking up and down the stairs. Creepy. 
It wasn't that bad. There are much worse sport stories to come. So. Oh yes. Tanner, what uh? Tell me your first spooky. My after. first one. My first ever one was whenever uh. I think it was about. Ah, like eleven or twelve. Uh, in my childhood home, my parents' house, uh, there's three bedrooms. There's my room, my brother's room, my mom's room. There's a hallway going out to the kitchen, and it opens up to open floor plan. Well, one day, I think I was staying home for school, so I was sick. Well, I was sick. I, don't, I just didn't want to go to school. Quotes, sick. Sorry, Mom. But, uh, I was going out to the kitchen to get something to drink or something to eat or whatever. And as I was walking out, I felt something touch my shoulder. And I looked behind me and I was like, what the fuck? What? Nobody's home. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just, you know, I, I, I slept too much or something. Yeah. So I keep walking and then on all the way back to my bedroom. I get pushed. You feel a shove from behind or in front of you? In front of me, I fall back, like on my back. I'm like, what the? What was that? What was that? And you're walking into an open area. I was walking in a hallway to my room. I didn't like turn a corner and hit the wall like I always do. Wasn't a gust of wind or nothing. No, it was just something literally shoved you. Yeah. Yeah. I fell on my back and I was like, I freaked out. I got up. I ran to my room. I hit under my covers like any kid would do. But yeah, that was my first encounter. That really freaked me out. Like, extremely. Oh, just for a teaser for more to come. I've been possessed, apparently. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa, there's my front door. Sayonara. See ya. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Tanisha. I'm probably still possessed. I don't really care. Yeah, that's spooky. <clears throat> okay. What was the latest one you've encountered? Oh, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there. But uh, <laughs> my next story, different house. It's at Cedar Hill Road. If you know where Cedar Hill School is in Jefferson City, I know where that road is. For the Missourians listening in, listening in, we lived um, big steep hill. And it was a huge house. I mean, it was massive in my opinion. It was just two stories, but it had a basement. Oh, so it was kind of like a three-story building. Uh, on the main story, we had a living room, a kitchen. Uh, my mom's bedroom, a bathroom, and then an extra spare bedroom that ended up being my little sister's nursery. Um, the floor below that, completely unfinished basement, which you'd think is where the creepy stuff would be at. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a creepy layout. I'll be honest. It was always dark and just kind of <laughs> spooky. And uh, there was a computer down there, and that's where I played them all at RuneScape and World of Warcraft. And Heck yeah. Good old days. <laughs> and then... Uh, the top story above the main floor is where I lived. So the upstairs. The upstairs. It's where <laughs> I lived and where other things lived. So, that being said, I lived in one room, and there was another room um, across the hall from me. The hallway itself was maybe 10 feet, and in that hallway there was access to a bathroom, really close to the other door of the other bedroom. Now... Here's my story with that house. Um, I would be on the sub-level, or I would be in the basement, playing on the computer. 
and what I would hear, I wish I could mimic it, but I would be on the first level or in the basement. And up above me, I would hear something two stories above me or one story above me. No, 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 not walking. I'd hear like... But that, that sounds kind of like it'd be like a uh, like an insect running around, not an insect, but like a, a mouse. But it wasn't that. It sounded like someone smashing the hell out of a fucking keyboard. Excuse my French, but it sounded like someone like intentionally so, typing very loud. Yeah, like that, but not so fast. It was like slow typing. Yeah, it was like that. It's like a typewriter almost. It's like a typewriter. It was very, very loud and like, like authoritative. Like you heard every little, you know, capital letter in that thing. And uh, and so that freaked me out, man. And uh, okay, so that base level, you have the kitchen. There's a side door. You go into the kitchen, and then there's, uh, you know, the bedrooms and that bathroom. Now on the other side, like it's like a you have an access to the kitchen. There's a living room, and that kind of leads to the front door. Now where the front door is, one foot from opening that front door is the long staircase that goes up to my floor, where there is my room. The other room, the guest room, if you will, and the bathroom. Now, there was a few times where I got really freaking brave. And I'm like walking up the creaky steps from the basement. You know, getting up to that sub-level, or the main level. And I'm still hearing these typings. And I even like walked through the living room. This is like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's bright daylight. It's not even spooky time. It is bright daylight. My parents just aren't home yet. I just got off from school. High school, man. And I'm talking being scared in high school. Here we go. I <coughs> walked across. I walked alongside that entire staircase. And then I get to the base level where I'm looking up. And when I look all the way up the staircase, I just see a little piece of the entryway to the bathroom. Can't see my room. Can't see the guest room. That's just how it is. And I'm walking up those steps, like two or three, four steps. And I'm hearing all this freaking loud typing. Eventually, I didn't have the guts. I'll be honest. I did not go all the way up there. It's like, why would you hand yourself over to the Grim Reaper? Like, <laughs> you know, make it a challenge for him. But no, um, like four or five times, I would just totally bail. I would, I would leave the house and I would run down the hill to my uh, best friend at the time, Nathan's house. And whether his parents were there or not, or whether he was there, you know, if he was there, I'd go hang out with him, tell him the spooky stories. If he wasn't there. Just plant my butt in his driveway, man. I just sit there and chill out and let my heart rate come the heck down. Um, if you have another story, now would be the time to go in before I tell my second story about that house. It's freaking spooky. Do a little thinking. I can dive back in if you want me to. Yeah, dive back in. Okay, so second story at the Cedar Hill location. By the way, this the, the backyard is completely full of forest, tall trees, and just spooky and eerie. And there's, it's on a hill, so there's this constant breeze. It's fucking scary. Um, I mean, it's it's gorgeous in the spring. I'll tell you that. It is, but it is fucking and crazy. There's a stream that's in the back. Oh man, it's a it's a real Stephen King film location. Um, so living up in the top floor. You know, like I said, there's a bathroom, and then 10 feet from my doorway is the other doorway to the guest's room. I say guest's room like somebody owns it because I feel that somebody does. So I'm sitting in this guest, I'm sitting in my bedroom, you know, playing PlayStation 2 or whatnot, or I'm like laying in bed going to sleep. And, uh, I mean, just every night, I mean, I would hear 
somebody walking around in the guest room. And I mean, I can also hear like a level, a level below me if my parents were walking around. So I'm very much aware, like senses wise, where the noise is coming from. And there's something walking around this old wood floor in the guest That's room. That's the creepiest one. You can freaking hear it. I also have this carpet, very dated house. And so, yeah, man, you're spooking me out. <laughs> so I have this carpet that was in the hallway from the guest room to my bedroom, which was all carpet. And it was that loud carpet because it was old and you could hear that little, like, like you could hear people walk around it. Another like tiny squeak, you know? Mm hmm. Anyway, um, I mean, I was just spooked out a lot, but here's one instance. Um, and I had many interactions with uh, the ghost guy, uh, but here's one that is absolutely fucking scary. Because here's the thing, uh, there's no way for me to go except for my bedroom door to get out of there. I have a window, and it's like a, it's a because of the hill, it is it goes through all the stories, so it's a three story drop if I wanted to jump out that freaking window. But no, no, here we go. Real Under quick. the covers, it's the best place. <laughs> I'm not going to... doesn't save me from shit. But here we go, man. So I have my, my bedroom doors open this night. And I'm just laying in bed. I'm just chilling. Or I'm thinking about stuff. Please tell me it's not slam shut. Dude, let me get to it, man. You're freaking me out. You're making me look behind myself, man. And here we go. This is a great podcast. I think this is our best episode. I'm hearing some shit. Man, I'm, my French is going to be bad this episode, guys. But I'm hearing something walking around in the guest bedroom. I'm a little freaked out, but I've heard this every night for like the last, you know, six months or however long I've been there. So it's like, it's whatever, man. Just you do you. You get comfortable in your bed and just don't mess with me, man. Like, I don't go up in your room ever. I'm never what going if, in your room. So stay what out What if you're life. in his room? I don't know. I, I, shut up, man. I don't want to think about that. That's like four houses ago, but I don't want to think about that. But uh, anyway, I could hear, I'm assuming a him. It could have been a girl. It could have been like. A really sweet lady. I don't know. Or it could have been... But the chain of events is just spooky. Anyway, here's the peak of the story. I heard it <coughs> along my carpet slowly towards my door. There's only 10 feet, so it's not a whole lot of walking. But she sure, or he sure, took their dang time. I could hear the creaks. And they slowly trying to creep towards my door. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like... <laughs> I want to like close my door, but I'm in my bed in the corner of the room, and I'm just staring at my door like, what the hell is about to happen? And uh, That's where you messed up. You're not supposed to stare at the door. I know, man, and I've got so many fucking spooky stories to go. But uh, anyway, I hear this, this, this paranormal being walking towards my door, and sure enough, that fucking door slams. Slams shut. I mean, it's fucking shut. I mean, like, what time was this? It was probably like I don't know, 11 at night. Your parents' home? I don't Actually, it might have been. Dude, I'm not sure if this happened right before I was going to bed at like 11. Yeah, they were, they were, they were downstairs. In the Did they say anything? Uh, I mean, I was like some punk teenager. They probably just thought it was whatever. But, uh, yeah, man. So the, the, the door slammed shut, and it was like, poof. It's like a thud. It's not, it, doesn't, it doesn't have that, like, that lightning strike kind of slam. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Just a, it's a thug. It's carpeted. There's carpet under it. So just like, it's padded. Like, like just like that, man. And, uh, anyway. So that happened, man. That was freaking scary. Are you still getting freaked out about it? I just don't like to think about it. But I mean, I'd be traumatized. We'll the episode, so here we go. 
What do you got, Jim? So, um, I think it was two. Mm, yeah, it was like a year and a half, a year, two years ago. Uh, me and my fiance Sam were staying at her grandparents' house. We were house sitting. I think. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, their house is, you know, Jeff City, where all the old slave houses are. Yeah. Like all the giant big houses that are real nice. Well, they live in one of those houses. That's basically Plantation Hill. That's, yeah. That's what I always called it. So basically, the main slave lord, whatever you want to call him, was like four or five houses down, and theirs was here. Yeah. It's built in like eighteen something. Anyway, uh, we stayed in the basement, which it's the, a redone part of the basement, so it's not as creepy. But there's a sliding glass door with shades, and then there's a light, and you see shadows. And I'm like, light hey. outside. Yeah, there's a light outside. Yeah, but just through the blinds. Yes. Get you spooked out. So, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not thinking anything of it. And uh, so we're going to bed and we're watching Hulu or whatever on her laptop and she falls asleep and I'm still sitting up watching it. I haven't told her this. I probably will never tell her this unless she listens to this. Sorry, honey. But uh, so she's passed out. She passed out asleep. I'm still watching South Park. I've been up. She's been asleep for like an hour. So I turn over, reach for my phone. And I look at the window. <sighs> you got the hair. Yeah. Hair raising. There was a figure. An entity. God. <laughs> On the other side of the window, hopefully. Yes. I. I. God. I know what you're talking about now. It's, hey. I'm just. It still scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Because okay, it was it was like this, but uh, the whole let's take the whole wall. So there was like horizontal blinds, or was it like straight up and down blinds? It's straight up and down blinds. Yeah. But they were close, tight enough to where like you can't really see outside. Yeah. But uh, so I kind of have to like reenact it. Okay, let's just say like the windows over there. So I'm laying on my side. I go like this to reach my right phone. I look up. There's somebody just standing there. I just go, oh, shit. I didn't want to, like, wake her up. And all of a sudden, I see it turn and walk away. You might have just had a creep, man. You might have been someone stalking you. It could. I I don't know. Either way, it's spooky. It's super spooky. Get out of my window, bro. Like, I'm just like, but it wasn't, like, peeking in like that. It was just standing straight up. And then you turned and walked away, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and what I what did I do? I turned around, flipped the covers up over me, <laughs> and put the laptop on here see, so I could watch it. See. So then the next morning, I, uh, I fell asleep at like 4 in the morning. I saw that figure at like 3 o'clock in the morning sometime. That's supposedly the dead hour yeah. where most paranormal shit happens. Anyway. So, uh, Sam gets up before me, of course, and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, so she's upstairs, she's making us breakfast, and all of a sudden, I hear a scream, 
like a blood curdling scream. And it's not like right in my ear, but it's like faint. Yeah. So it's like at the in their ass. Like huh? It was like Sam upstairs. No. Or a whole nother story above. There's a whole nother story above her. Wow. And uh my eyes shoot open, I'm like, Yep, I'm getting up. I ran upstairs. And I Sam's like, Did you hear that scream? She's like, Yes, I did. I was like, Oh my god. I was like, Do you wanna go upstairs like you wanna go up the attic and check and see if something's up there? Because we were stupid. We like we're those crazy white people that, oh, there's a ghost up there. Let's go see it. Yeah, yeah. So we go up into the attic. It's daytime. Turn on all the lights. Make sure all the lights are on. <laughs> you know what's funny? What if, uh, like, I feel like that's a natural reaction for everybody. We're like, hey, if we turn on all the lights, they just go away. They just disappear. But they don't. They're they, still right they, there. They can't exist in the light. So what if that doesn't work? But go ahead. But uh, we go upstairs in their attic. That's where her aunt room was her second room basically but uh there was a like a, a desk a wooden desk it had yeah. dust all over it a handprint on the desk that was slid off nobody had been oh. up there in like months like I'm not making this shit fresh. up fresh yeah it was fresh wow. that freaked us the boat that did you move Huh? Did you move out of that place pretty quick? No, we still we stayed there the rest of the weekend because nothing else happened. But that legitimately scared the living shit out of me. Yeah. And to this day, when we go there, how to get one of the changes? I got you. I cannot even go up on their second floor because her aunt's first room, like when she was a kid, is filled with porcelain dolls. Oh. I don't do gosh. that. Gosh, nope. No way, Chucky. And if you if you're yeah. walking up the stairs, if you look in just right, because there's there's a lot of spooky stories on dolls, man. I don't want to get the into bats. dolls. I don't Eyes do dolls. Moving. I do the, not the do doll dolls. around in the room, type thing. But yeah, that that was another experience I had. Yeah. What about you? Hmm? Okay. So I'm gonna tell you a story that I heard tonight while I was talking uh, with my coworker Cody, who really wanted to make it to this episode, but. Uh, Saturdays just don't work very well for him, so it'll be another day. And he'll probably tell the story much better. But uh, this was he was living in Colombia, and he's a smoker, so he was out on his on his porch smoking. And there's two different street lights. You know, there's one far away and there's one close. Anyway, kind of long story short, irrelevant information. But he, uh, I'm just giving paint a picture for you. He was sitting out there, he was smoking, and his girlfriend Randy was with him at the time. Um, and they were having a fight or whatnot. And uh, he's looking at his shadow. There's two shadows. Which, I mean, that, that happened before, I think. But uh, there was something different about that second shadow. It wasn't following his movement. Like, it would follow, like, if he moved right real quick, the, that first shadow that he has, the darker one, would move obviously with him. Then the second shadow would like have a half second, then move. Like it was weird. And so he was like, he was like, shh, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he was like, look at my shadows. And, and they were looking at it. And uh, he's got a real dark shadow, and he's got this like second shadow that's just kind of like, just kind of leering around. And uh, he even drew out to me like what it looked like and all this kind of stuff. But um, anyway. The second shadow, at some point while they were staring at it, 
it like turns sideways like there's a side profile of the head and apparently it had this like long kind of like creepy tongue that was coming out of it and it was trying to touch his other shadow it's just like moving out the way he was like freaked out about it and uh you know and his his, his girlfriend's like yeah, let's go inside let's be done over there for like i'm not doing this and he was like i just want to see something and so he like points his finger out he like extends his arm and points his finger out which his shadow does as well and then the second shadow that's a little distant farther from it you know obviously it's the size of his head turned or whatever and it goes towards his finger and then cody says some inappropriate stuff is what it looked like but uh <laughs> Pretty much, it looked like this spooky thing was like sucking on his finger, <laughs> on his on his on his shadow's finger. And I'm like, well, dude, did your finger feel weird? Like, did your actual finger feel weird? And he was like, no, I didn't think to look at it. But uh, that's one spooky story from from him. We have this like this second shadow that it, I mean, to me, it sounds like it's this other paranormal thing that really wants to replicate. <laughs> His shadow or him wants to be him, like so wants to possess it. Or it's just trying to blend in. Create it, yeah. But apparently it had longer hair than he does. Like he was able, he was giving tons of details. He's like the second shadow had longer hair than I do. Like it wasn't, it didn't make sense. And uh, anyway, man, that almost sounds like a demon. The creepy arms, man. <laughs> Your turn, <laughs> dude. This is turning to a really good podcast. I love this. Let's go. Uh, at my uh. Aunt's lake house, down to like the Ozarks, the, they live in a pretty old house, built in like the 70s or 80s. It's not that old, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the people who lived there before them died inside the house. But they got all of their furniture and all their plates, all their, all their stuff. They left that furniture there. They didn't send it out? Yeah, they... They're like, well, hell yeah, free furniture. I mean, <laughs> you go buy all new furniture for this place. There's only skin cells covered all over this. But uh, dead people. Every like for a few summers there, we would all go down there, you know, stay the night, swim, barbecue. But uh, there were a few times where uh, all the parents they would like go into town, like go to the strip, go shopping, do whatever. They they just go bullshit around, and uh. It was me, my brother, and my five cousins. We were all downstairs. We were, like, watching movies or playing video games or something. And uh, I think, yeah, we were watching a movie. It was over, and everybody was being quiet for a minute. And I'm just sitting there. All of a sudden, I hear people talking. Are you guys the only ones there? Yeah, we're the only ones there. We're all downstairs. And uh, I hear, like, a conversation with, like, six different people in the other room. I look over, I'm like, Do you, are, are the parents home? Yeah. Like, did anybody hear them come in? They're like, no. It's like, can someone go upstairs and check, please? So, uh, my cousin Ben, he went up there. He was like, nobody's here. Why? I was like. So it was you, your cousin Ben, and. It was me, my cousin Ben, my cousin Andrew, my brother. You were and, all there. Yeah, we were all downstairs in this little living room. It sounded room. like a whole other group of you guys was in another room. Yes, in a whole separate kitchen. And I'm sitting here, like, scratching my head. And my cousin Ben was like, what's going on? I was like, I just heard, like, six different people in that room talking. He's like, do you know what they were saying? I was like, no. 
just heard like people were talking and you know walking around so I'm like what the fuck this is creepy and then uh, later on that night uh, I woke up and I went to the bathroom and you know, in this living room you know same deal like this big old windows for the outside and then a uh, light that's looking in well I'm going to the bathroom I walk out because the bathroom's right here and then living room shit's right there <clears throat> so I go to open the door and it's locked the bathroom door's never locked <laughs> you're spooking me out man Anyway. But the bathroom door's locked. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, there's someone in there? It can only lock from the inside. It's one of those sliding doors that after it's closed, you have to lock it from the inside. Yeah. So I'm like, what You're the inside. Hell? No, I'm on the outside trying to get in. Oh. <clears throat> and there's no light Where's on. Where's everyone else at? Asleep. Inside, though? Yeah. Uh, there you go. My other cousin That's was. That's the problem. You went Leroy Jenkins, one man hero over here. <laughs> Well, no, I went to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And my other cousin was in the same room as me. There's two more of the other room out there, and the rest were out in the living room. So, like, I'm trying to get it open. I'm like, what the hell? And then, like, I peek out. I peek into the room. I make a head count. You know, I'm 12. I'm like, what the fuck? Is everybody here? It's only 12. Yeah. It's like I peek out. I was like, is anybody in the bathroom? So I keep trying to get it. I can't get it. And then my older cousin wakes up, Andrew. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm trying to get in the bathroom. And he was like, you slide it, and it slid open. I'm like, You, you didn't slide it? It just slid open on its own? <laughs> no, he slid it open. It like, unlocked. It was locked the entire time. Yeah, and I was like, what the hell? It was just locked. He was like, quit making shit up. Go back to bed. I was like, what the fuck? <coughs> Sorry. I need more coffee. But that freaked me the fuck out. And uh, the next weekend after they came back, uh, they were telling me that, yeah, you know, the bathroom door locked on its own. We kept hearing voices. I was like, I ain't crazy, man. I told you, <laughs> motherfuckers, but you guys did not listen to me. At least. All right, we had to take a quick little break because we were both getting a little freaked out by our own stories, which is kind of weird if you think about it. So. Yeah, so. Here's the, next, here's the next story. So this is one of my stories. My story after this, whenever I get into that, will be another Cody story. But here we go. So past four summers, I worked at a – not the past four, but a year ago was the last – no, two years. Anyway, from 2012 to 2016, I worked at a place called Philmont Scott Ranch in the Rocky Mountains. Um, and I worked. Lucky. It was really great, man. Uh, what keeps me going back, I don't know. It's just I want to make something of myself outside of there. But it's a great place to, to go. That's a different podcast. <laughs> but uh, so we're, we're so here's one year. I worked at a place called Phobian. It's uh it's about three hours away from base camp. It's about three hours away from anything. So if it rains, nobody can drive on that road. And then even if they did drive on the road, it'd be three hours before it gets. So whenever there are emergencies, heart attack or uh, lost crews, well, I'm wearing a shirt right now, search and rescue. That's what we would have to do. But 
there was a heart attack or something like that, the helicopter would have to land in this valley uh, that we had uh, to pick them up. So very far off the grid. Um, and it's one of the few camps as well that has cabins instead of tents for the staff to stay in. So we had um, a male cabin and a female cabin. So the female cabin, here's some stories that, that I had heard from them. Um, multiple women had come forth and told me the story. Just about everybody except for one girl that, that worked there uh, at a different time had, had come in. So we had a uh, we had kind of an all-staff meeting every night. And they would, they would kind of bring this up one by one. But uh, pretty much they had this thing that would happen in the middle of the night. <coughs> Probably like 3 o'clock. Um, but also sometimes in the morning. <coughs> where they were it's kind of like sleep paralysis they were um, they felt trapped they felt they could not they could not move their arms or legs or really anything besides like breathe and they couldn't you know they couldn't open their eyes or anything I've had that but they felt like something was standing right over them at the end of, at the, at the, end of their cot because um, they all in the cots they felt like something was standing right over them and uh, one of the girls you know was able to have her eyes open or whatever and she said that there was a guy uh standing over her bed like looking right at her um so like where the head part of the bed or the head, head part of the cot where she was at there was somebody standing up like right behind that like just staring down at her or whatever and she couldn't move she couldn't do anything so she just was freaked out and then just tried to accept that that entity was there to kind of help kind of that still doesn't help remove that from being the case but uh so that's a spooky thing that happened uh, quite frequently during that summer. Um, a lot of the girls were just super freaked out, and they wanted to stay in the main cabin because um, we had a main cabin uh, where only our camp director stayed at. We had a, a men's cabin and a female cabin. And uh, so something that happened in the men's cabin, uh, for me, most everybody else, there's like six cots, and it's, it's, it's an open bay. It's just four, it's a cabin. It's just four wooden walls and two doors and uh six cots laying around and um i would wake up hearing stuff walking around or i would hear stuff in the walls i would what do you and mean there's i would hear shit in the walls man crawling around the walls and it ended up being a mouse that i found and i had this sweet i mean like top of well, i don't know what happened to it it was a really awesome really trying to keep my my english here not french but really awesome knife that I had. It had a sheath. It was not a pocket knife. It was a freaking dagger. And uh, so here's two stories in one. Uh, pretty much that that mouse would freak me out every freaking night. Everybody else was sleeping. I was not able to stay asleep or go to sleep when I'm hearing something walk around near my head. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's like little baby feet. Even if it's a cute little... It's a cute little rat. I'm not doing it. And so, um, such thing as a cute little rat. So everybody would be like totally asleep. I'm standing on my cot with a dagger, looking like Bear Grylls, you know, ready to kill. And uh, one night it did run across, and I was able to see it. And I stabbed uh, through this like wire mesh into the wooden wall. Um, But before it got to that wooden wall, it went through the gut, like through the back area of this rat. And I left that dagger in there overnight. I was not about to remove it. I'm like, no, this fucker's going to bleed out to death. And I'm not going to hear this guy crawling around ever again. This is a midsummer. It's like July. And, you know, we're there until like September. 
Um, and so then I went to sleep. You know, I could hear it like scratching and trying to get out of it or whatnot. But I mean, that thing was right through its body. It was not through the head. Dang it. But it was right through the body of this chubby rat. And uh, anyway, I woke up in the morning. My dagger was still in the wall, but nothing was attached to it. So that, that, that rat was able to like somehow remove the blade. I don't know. Somehow it was able to get out. Another day. Anyway, that thing scared me. I mean, it was still creeping around for the rest of the summer. But I tried, man. Um, second thing that a few of the, few of the guys could attest to was we saw on the back side of the, so there's two doors, one door that goes out to grass, one door that goes to a porch or a deck. We would hear things, walk up the stairs of the deck, walk around on the deck outside of the cabin, not a big deal. Um, but also the doors didn't lock and they're just, they're very movable doors, but, um, we would hear stuff walk from one door to the other. And the doors are like in the middle of the cabin, but we would hear some something or somebody walk across from it at night. And many people can attest to that. They're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody got up in the middle of the night and was up walking across. Our cottage, or I was hearing people walk around my cottage. I was hearing people walk around. And uh, that, <laughs> that wasn't, wasn't the case. I was up the entire night because that stupid rat. There was <laughs> nobody there. But I definitely heard it. You definitely hear the shuffle. Of somebody, you know, walking around, and uh, yeah, man, it depends on the night. Sometimes it's like a shuffle, like someone just scooting across the floor. And other nights it sounded like cowboy boots, just like it was loud, just like loud thuds walking across the room. And being out in the middle of nowhere off the grid for three months, uh, you just kind of get used to it, and you you don't make nothing of it. It is what it is, man. You try to sleep, and you're just like, hey, man, keep it down. The dad freaked me out more than anything. So that was spooky. Um, and also at Philmont, a totally different camp. So we had like four different um, mines, actual coal mines. Because, this, I mean, this was a really historical place. The Spanish-American War was, was there. A lot of really famous people were there, like Jesse James. A lot of really messed up people were there, like Jesse. And uh, a lot of really messed up stuff happened in this part of the Rockies, but uh, um, every single one of the mines had their own little creepy story. Like, they had this, uh, and I think it was Miner's Park, I don't know, there was, no, that's not a mine. They had one, one of the mines, they had uh, this deck, and they had this, this rocking chair. Nobody was allowed to sit in that rocking chair, because that was somebody else's rocking chair. And they had to, they had to offer part of their uh, food portions, and just kind of leave them there. Um, to kind of appease the ghost, or they made like a little pact or something. Mm-hmm. But um, and if they wouldn't, they would hear things walk around. They'd hear doors close, like slam. Um, I think that a few times there was uh, some of the chickens that they had out there were like killed. I mean, like there was some mess of stuff going on. Um, and so they had just like they had they had a little routine they did there. Another mine, real quick, um, close to where I was at, at Bobby Inn. Um, I never went there, but I should have gone. I forgot what it's called. Cypher's Mine is what it's called. Um, and one second, we're having a little technical difficulties. But uh, Cypher's Mine, it was an unfinished cabin. Um, so they were working on uh, some cabin restoration, adding a room. 
and their ceiling they were, they were fixing up. Well, every backcountry camp, they have one big party, kind of a little fiesta is what we call it, you know, to kind of celebrate the awesome summer or went really well. And so there was this big old fiesta going on outside of the cabin. Everybody was, you know, eating soup and, and, and beef stew and just having a blast and people playing guitars and all that kind of stuff. Well, inside, someone decided to go back inside to, like, get a, to get some more of the, you know, the juice they were drinking or, you know, more food or whatever it was. And they go in there and there's this, uh, there's this doorway. And behind it, you know, it's just another, it's that unfinished room. But there's this entity just staring, just standing <coughs> in the doorway, like a full, like they, they thought initially that it was another person. They're like, oh, hey, what's up? And, and there's no response. It was just like this dark shadow that was a, a perfect embodiment of the human. Like it was just another person. Just standing there. Just standing there. Very immobile, not moving, not, 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 uh, kind of responsive. Um, and so they were like stunned because nobody said what's up back and uh then this thing like crawls up the doorway and uh it climbs on the wall and climbs into this little hole because they have like they have a little i forgot what they're called and they have wooden things going across the ceiling i mean it's unfinished it's an unfinished ceiling but it crawls up into the ceiling and whatnot and there are other stories where they're in this room where they're staying and through that doorway there was a, uh, a creature kind of like, if you were laying on a ceiling and there's a hole in it, you know what I mean? You'd like lean, you like have your legs on the ceiling and so like lean over and like be creepy and look through the doorway. They were seeing a figure like staring at them, like just dangling uh, from that hole in the wall. Just like staring at them, just kind of like seeing what's going on. That is fucking creepy. And there's a lot of really scary stories that they've told where they go in this mine and... Uh, that you can only go so deep in the mine. I mean, it's, a lot of people have died in that mine. A lot of yeah. people died um, because the shaft broke or whatnot, and all the people that were down there got trapped. And you'd hear stuff in the mine. It's total, complete pitch blackness, etc. Anyway, that's that story, and I will continue with another one momentarily. Tell me about your possession, Tanner. Well, you mentioned that off off script. It was about a year and a half, two years ago, whatever. We were at our house. We were having a little bonfire. At your place came. where you live right now. Yeah. Uh, we were having friends over. We were drinking. Having a bonfire in the backyard. backyard. Yeah. And uh, we were all outside having a time. And I went inside to grab a beer. I mean, his kitchen's right inside that front door, so you didn't have to go for it. And that's the last thing I remember, was going inside and then walking back outside. Well, no. I remember going inside, and I remember I was back outside like that. Yeah, you had no memory of getting the beer. No. Yeah. And from what I heard, from what Sam told me, from what Alec told me, what everybody told me was, I want. I open the back door to tell people, "Hey, John said we need to leave, so I'm gonna get out of here." I don't remember any of this, and I only had like two or three beers. Yeah. Were they logboat beers though? No, they're just Bud Lights. Funny thing about logboats—you get really <laughs> drunk really quick. Oh so, yeah. 
<laughs> a different you, story, you different had, podcast. You said some lights with your buds. I got you. And, uh, so they were like, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, John Silver got to go, so I made him a deal that if I go, he goes, we're good. So, then they said, they took me outside. Well, you were like, still inside. Yeah, I, I, I poked my head out. So then, uh, they said, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought for a second. They said, uh, they all went inside. They started throwing holy water and shit around the house, blessing the house. They were all freaked out by what you said. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, it's no big deal. If I leave, he leaves. It's all good. And, uh, then, Alec, my buddy Alex said... McKinney. Yes. Andrew's older brother. Yeah. He said that I stepped up to him. I walked through the fire and stepped up to him and said, Do you want me to knock your dick in the dirt right now, boy? I have no recollection of this. This is exactly what he said. That's what he said that I said. And then he said... Uh, he took a puff of cigarette looks at me like, What the fuck? What, what? What are you doing? And I guess I came at him, walked through the fire, said that, and then he threw me down. And that's when I'm like, why the hell am I on the ground? I snapped back into it. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Why am I on the ground? He was like, you're not fuck with me? I was like, no. I seriously do not remember how I was inside grabbing a beer, outside on the ground. Don't know anything else. So that was. I don't know, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been crazy mm-hmm. shit that's happened in our house kind of since. I don't know if you've ever seen anything. Well, then if you, you felt anything. If you heard anything. Just your dogs. Oh, yeah, that's true. My dogs mm-hmm. are assholes. <laughs> but whenever our roommate Lizzie lived there, there's dark energy. You know, bad vibes, basically, in the house. Yeah, bad, bad juju. Bad the juju. house just felt heavy. I can feel that. I can say that. I can feel those vibes. You still it. feel it? Not right now, but when I'm in your house. It feels a little heavy, but it's not a big deal. I could, I, it wasn't noticeably different enough for me to be like, oh, supernatural. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, you feel vibes <clears> no matter where you go. Well, there's been times where me and Sam... Actually, just the other week, I was out. I was doing something on the computer with the podcast. She was out. She was doing homework in the bedroom, and all of a sudden, I hear the door slam. I'm like, "Is she coming out here?" Nobody was coming out here. She walks out and said, "Did you just come and slam the door?" I was like, oh. "No, I thought you were coming out here." There might be a draft in your house. No. 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 Because also last Monday. Whenever <coughs> Sam was at school, I was just sitting there playing video games. You know, I'm just sitting there paying attention to the TV. All of a sudden, the door to our garage swings wide open. What the fuck? No, this is not happening. If you are a ghost or whatever it is, please just go away. Leave me alone. Please quit doing this. I shut the door. It happened Absolutely. two more times. It's some weird shit happens. 
Sam says that she's seen some things. Yeah. So here we go. Here's another story from Cody, who I talked to earlier today. Uh, I'm following this up with my last story because it, it, they're both dealing with laying, laying down in bed. But here we go. So Cody and his, his girlfriend at the time, uh, whose name I do not remember anymore, um, they were laying in bed. And, uh, I mean, it's weird when he tells the story, I just think of, like, because he used to have a futon, I'm thinking of, like, oh, they're laying down a futon. But anyway, that's regardless. There's, it's all dark in the room, so, you know, it's nighttime. It looks like this extra dark spot on, like, near the ceiling in a corner of the room. He's like, oh, it's because, you know, the light or whatever, like, light refraction, it's just yeah. a dark spot. And, uh, you know, he sees this dark spot. It's a dark, like, you know, circular object. It moves? Like, like, moving down the wall. Slowly, very slowly moving down the wall. So I was like, oh, is the shadow again? Is, it, is that whole darkness is expanding? Is it just, like, filling up that entire wall? It's, it's still probably just getting darker, right? There's less moonlight going on. Science, you know? And he was like, no, it's just this, this spherical energy. You know, this spherical darkness calling down the wall and he said you know it's on the floor and it's coming close and then once it gets to the bed this is going to spook you out man he was doing it in person too it kind of freaked me out i didn't like it i was like hey man let me just tell the story don't don't live the story i don't need to be part of this but he's saying like this is the bed right this table i'm sitting at the bed and he said that uh pretty much there's this thing that kind of like rolls up and it's just like staring at it like Across the bed, staring at him and his girlfriend, uh, and she's awake. He's awake. They both seeing this. Not he's one of the people who says that uh, unless somebody else brings it up, he just you know assumes that his eyes are making you know he, the, the, his mind's playing tricks on him and he just ignores it. But um, there's this, this creature, and he said that it looked kind of like he says it, it was very. There wasn't any details. Like it, it was like a, it, you tell us it was a, a, a figure, a form, but it was almost like having a sheet over you. It's almost like like it was very smooth. Everything was smooth. It wasn't like distinct shoulders, distinct head. All that kind of, but you tell it was a head. so like a like a mist almost, like a shadow. Maybe like maybe kind of like a shadow. We'll get back to that. But uh, like there's no distinct features, but you could tell that you know there was a face and there was shoulders and the body. And it was like this big lurking thing. And uh, you know, he's staring at it and his girlfriend's like, Cody, do you see that in the bed? It's really fucking scaring me. Like it's, it's freaking me out. And he was like, Yeah <laughs> whatever. And yeah. uh, I guess like it extends its I don't know if it like like leans over the bed or it just extends its head really far. But it's like getting really close to her. Like He's, he even like pulled out his hands. You can't see my hands, but I'm talking like a foot, seven or eight inches, like maybe a foot at most. Like it's very fucking close to her face, whatever. And she's freaking the hell out. She's like, oh my gosh. And she's like, you know, probably not screaming or whatever. But she's like hyperventilating, she's freaking out. And uh, Cody says that at that point he just screamed like, "Shadow, you know, go away or shadow leave or whatever." Go away, leave me alone. Yeah, he, he, but he said shadow. Well, I mean, that's, that's in reference to his previous paranormal experience in the same house. 
And so he said that, and I guess the like the shadow thing like creeped its head towards him, like looked at him, and then dissipated. It just like left. It just like disappeared. This is some like Hollywood movie shit, isn't it? It's creepy. Like, like I can't I'm tell. Like, a little bit of chills just talking about, it, but like I don't know if he's making this up or if it actually happened. No, I think it actually did because he's got uh, he's got another his ex girlfriend is a coworker that, that I work with who's attested the same thing. Like yeah, this happened. And uh, it's just weird, man. It's just really creepy, really weird. Dude. But, yeah. <laughs> Going back to uh, Sam's uh, grandparents' house, we were staying there that weekend. Uh, one of the mornings that we woke up, I, uh, I don't know what... I think I might be getting my swords mixed up. I, 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 okay, I don't remember where I was at, but I remember waking up one morning and uh, got in the shower, you know, lathering up, rubby dubby today's going to be a good day. And I went back and I felt a sting. Like, my back stung. Yeah. I kept doing it and it kept hurting. So, you know, I finish up my shower, I get out and look in the mirror. There are scratch marks all up my shoulder. Dude, I was going to ask you about something like Yes, that. I have been scratched, I've been pushed. I say, do you ever wake up and you have like these weird marks on your body? I wake up all the time where I'll have a scratch on my chest or I'll have, and I don't have nails. If you know me personally, you know that I have nasty nails because I'm an insanely aggressive nail biter. Same here. It is a serious effing issue that I've been working on for a long time, and I'd really like to stop being a nail biter. Same here, dude. But it is what it is. But, uh, so I can't even, I can't scratch anybody, I can't scratch myself, but, um, yeah, man, wake up all the time, I'll have, like, a random bruise on my arm. I don't even bruise easily. Or I'll have Sam. scratches on my neck, or I'll have scratches on my chest, or I'll, like, scratch on my leg, I'm like, where did this even come from? I haven't been around. Sam will wake up with bruises. All over. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I'm not hitting you in my sleep, am I? Yeah. Because you, she would wake up. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Dude, it's ghosts are another level, dude. I have one story. Keep them coming, man. I'm interested. This is one other story. This deals with an ex girlfriend. I'm not gonna list names. Probably ex girlfriends are listening to this podcast. We'll name her Shirley. No, just no name. But, uh, this one night, we both sleeping at one night. And I woke up, and I was having a conversation with her. You know, like a full blown conversation. You know, still, it's still like nighttime when I woke up. And it's like three or four in the morning, is, is my perception of what time it probably was. And I was just like, I was like, man, that was weird. You know, like, like I would have sworn that. Something just happened, or like I was just talking to you in my sleep, or whatnot, you know. And she was like, "Yeah, that's weird." And then I actually woke up. Then I actually woke up because I wasn't awake, but I was. It was one of those. It was one of those things where you wake up like four times. So then I actually woke up. It was night, and she actually woke up. And I was like, "Man, I just had the weirdest dream within a dream." Or I was talking to you, and you're talking to me, and, and we we're. We're talking about something freaky that just happened. She's like, I just had that same dream. 
Like we just had, we had, we had that literal conversation about how we had a conversation about having a conversation. <laughs> what the fuck? It was spooky. I apologize for all the, you know, bad language, but it is what it is, man. What the hell, man? Is that not weird? That's supernatural, to say the least. But have you had any good? Oh man, here's another story. I'm oh, sorry. So, so here I was tonight. Tonight, actually, to yesterday night. Because it's two morning right now. <laughs> it is two o'clock in the morning, but here we are, eleven o'clock. It's actually like ten fifty-five. So 10:56. right before I got here. Right after I got off work, I got off work five minutes early. I'm a little freaked out because I just talked for an hour and a half to Cody <laughs> about paranormal stuff and got him you know, super psyched about this podcast. And uh, got this new fancy phone, a little iPhone, and have the thing where you swipe up and there's a, there's a little flashlight you can use. I think that was a bad idea. I'm used to walking to my car, you know, totally in the pitch black, and, you know, I walk through this fence, and then it's all gravel road for a little while, and then there's the people parked their cars in this gravel parking lot, covered by trees and all that. It's kind of a spooky location, anyway. But I put on the flashlight, which only shows, like, five feet of light. It's if crazy. that. So you don't even see that much. I don't even know. Anyway, so I'm using that. And, uh, anyway, so I'm walking to my car, and there's, like, three cars in front of my car. You know, I have to pass like two or three cars, and uh, they have these automatic lights that turn on, boom, boom, as you're as you're walking through. But they're not big lights either; they're like ten foot radius lights. Like they're just barely touching your feet. Like it's still pitch black everywhere. And uh, where these three cars are before my car, that's like way far away. There's no lights anywhere near that. And it's gravel road a lot, so I'm walking there, and I pass the first car, no big deal. Pass a second car. And I swear, I don't want to say all my life, I don't like swearing on things, but I swear on this wine that I'm drinking, if I'm wrong, it just becomes water. But I swear, when I was in between the second car and the third car, I saw this thing that looked like a freaking, and it was in between the cars and it was crouched. It looked like, it looked like a snow leopard. It looked like a, uh, looked like, but it was yellow. It was like this yellow... Snow leopard looking thing. Like a bobcat? Like a freaking bobcat. Big old bobcat though. I mean it was not like something that just like my eye pulled me. It was there. Big old bobcat. And there's nobody anywhere near me. I mean it's pitch black. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to my car. I'm just going to get in my car. I'm just going to turn on the key. I'm just going to go. I'm about to die. Yeah, I was scared, man. I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, it's just my head messing with me because I just talked for an hour and a half about supernatural stuff. So then I passed the next car, and I thought I saw something like run from my car to that car real quick, like just a quick movement, quick little shadow, you know, thing, you know pitch at night. Uh, and so then I, I get to my car, and I feel like there's stuff behind me everywhere. I go ahead and unlock my car. I get in my car. The door slams. Just saying. I didn't, I didn't close my door hard. That door freaking slams. I don't know if there was a gust of wind, and I was also closing my door. I don't know what happened there, but that door slams shut. I still got a Freaking light. I'm like, ah. I turn off the light because I'm like, no, I'm not going to have this light in my car. And, and you went, whoa, what the fuck? The flashlight's probably freaking me out or whatever. I turn off the flashlight. I thought there was something in my window, man. I go ahead and I put on my, my high beams. Go ahead. I don't know if my car warm up. I just throw it straight into reverse. And I peel out of there. And uh, I'm freaked out, man. I'm, not, I'm definitely lead-footed at this moment. I am not even thinking about it. 
thinking about being gentle on that gravel road get out. So I take the gravel road get out, get on the main strip, I go to zero to sixty-seven and in like four seconds, man. Just, boom, <laughs> see ya, gone, au revoir, good luck with that. But that happened, and so then I got home in like two minutes. Well, freaking fast as a thirty. Speaking of like, you know, tearing out of on a dirt road or whatever. Back in high school, did you ever hear about the uh, the haunted bridge out on Old Ninety Four? No. Okie Pinocchie. A lot of people commit suicide on that bridge. Yeah. Well, no. There's a movie. Oh, I like that. It's just a bridge that people are drawn to and they jump off. Uh. It was like back in the 17 or 1800s, some farmer that owned that land uh, murdered his whole entire family. And he uh, basically went crazy because he was a Civil War veteran. He tied up his kids, raped them, and then hung them off the bridge. And then chopped up his wife, threw her in the creek. It's it's an old, it's an old myth story that goes around town. Anyway, uh, so, me and my buddies, we went out there, we were like, oh, let's go see if we can hear Ophi. Definitely dark outside already, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, who goes in the morning to it? It's like place. 2 o'clock in the morning. We're stupid. We have nothing better to do anyway. So, we get out there, you know, it's pitch black, no lights, no city lights, street lights, anything. Pitch fucking black. Your little flashlights. No. How are you? Let's see where you're going. Well, I mean, there's the moon, but it's still pitch black. Yeah. Because it goes over a creek and there's trees overhang, so whenever you pull up, you see the bridge, and it's it's a creepy looking bridge. That's that, it. It's not like hidden. It's just really so we park up in front. Of, <clears throat> park from here to maybe the deck. Yeah. From the bridge, so we turn it off. You know, we walk out there, and uh, the old tale is if you whistle, you'll hear <laughs> not Hunger Games, but just like that, yeah. you'll hear weird so stuff. So we were just doing that and cracking jokes, and all of a sudden, we hear. Like heavy footsteps on the bridge, and it was shaking. Oh. And we were like, "What the fuck?" So, uh, the guy that was driving, he ran back to the truck, and he turned on the lights real quick. Nothing. Nothing was there. We were like, "What?" Okay, okay, okay. It's probably one of us. They're probably just screwing with each other. So then, uh, it's like a Ouija board, right? I'm never messing with one of those ever. No, thank you. But uh, anyway, so we were, were whistling, you know, just messing around, seeing what's going on, and then we hear footsteps in the leaves. You're like, what? Because <laughs> all it was only four of us. We we're looking around, seeing if anybody's over there. Nobody's over there. All of us are on there. And then we start hearing little kids laughing, like. <laughs> Like a little splashing, we're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Our kids playing in the creek below us. Yeah. So like, we're looking down there. He turns the lights on again. Nothing. So we get to go 
we went back to the truck, we all got in. There are handprints on the window. On the windshield? Yes. From like the inside. We were like, what? Different the... sizes and all that. Huh? Like different sizes? Or are they all the same thing? It was like a adult hand side, but none of us were like going to the window and pushing our hands up yeah. like that. So that was a creepy ass experience. Like, <clears throat> it's creepy, but. Now, have you ever had, like, a good, not creepy encounter? No. <laughs> no, no, but I have plenty of uh, heart racing stories, but I don't think I have any. Uh, yeah, I once saw Casper. We went trick-treating together, and he got a lot of candy, so I don't have any of those. He's a real pal. Uh, <clears throat> I have, like, two or three. That I consider good. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I worked, I had a job at Best Buy. One of my buddies that worked with me, he died in a car accident on his way to work one day. True story. Yeah. Did you know Cody Wilson? Uh, I recognize him. He might have known his dad. He was a Elias, I think. Okay. Or, no, he was Blair Oaks. I don't remember which was Blair Oaks. We worked together after high school, but anyway, it was, uh, it was the week of his funeral, and I had a dream of him in it, and uh, I was telling him, I was like, hey, man, you don't have to go. It's like, he, no, you don't have to go. You can stay here with us. He's like, no, nah, man. It was his funeral, though. Huh? It was his funeral? It was like the night before his funeral. I was like, man, you don't got to go. No. You, you, you gotta stay here with us. He's like, nah, man, I have to. I have to go. I was like, we'll have a hug at least, you know, until I see you again, I guess. He's like, yeah, man. And in my dream, we hugged, but I woke up and I felt like somebody was hugging me. I was like, what? No. <laughs> and another one was my grandma after she passed. The same thing. Except, I was like, yeah, I miss you, yada, yada. And I just wish I could get one last hug from you. Woke up, same thing. It's with you, these, like, superstitious dreams that allow you the closure. Yeah. Pretty nice, if you ask me. It's, uh, it's, it's real cool. nice. That's pretty spooky. Do you have any more spooky bangers? <laughs> I have plenty, but, um... You have one last really good one. That's really good one. The last one in the show. Hmm. Let me think. You could probably even pause it. It's gonna be a while for me to think. And we will take one quick break. Like two or three years later, or maybe a month later, it happens. And you have mm-hmm. like a uh, deja vu. You're like, what the holy fuck? I've mm-hmm. seen this before. This has happened before. I have that dream. at least once or twice a week. Happens a lot. <coughs> so have you thought of it yet? No, I haven't thought of it yet. I can't think of a really kick-ass story that happened. We're back from the break, so we're just going to riff. Where are you back? Yeah. It's rolling right now? Mm-hmm. Well, you got anything you could share right now? I, I am lost for words as far as my... 
my last spooky story. I've, I've had many more than that. I know that for sure, but it's just been a long conversation. A little empty. I can go. Go for it. On the interwebs, what I found here in Columbia, which is yeah. actually really weird, it's actually the Walmart right down the road. The grindstone Walmart? No way. Yeah, it said, uh, there's a little boy who haunts the toy section. I'm like, what? So, I don't know the story. Anybody died there, but there's been accounts of toys floating off the shelves and dropping when somebody walks by. Things as big as a hula hoop just dropping out of thin air. I have another story. Let's do it. This is a Cody story. Uh, this is one of his first supernatural events that happened in his life that he told me about. Uh, he was 18 years old, a grown man. He was uh, living with living at a place that his, his, his mom was staying at for a little while, too. Um, she had a boyfriend, and uh, so she was gone for the day. The brothers were all gone, too. He has, like, three or three brothers, I think. Um, they were all gone. He is in a bedroom. The bedroom has a hallway, a long hallway, uh, out of it, and then that leads to other bedrooms and other living rooms, kitchens, all that kind of stuff. Um, he was, he, he told me that he was chatting on Facebook, just kind of hanging out, and uh, he was just real relaxed. And all of a sudden, um, yeah, I wish I could have something like that. Uh, yeah, so he, no, nah, there was a, what happened was something was like, so he was just like on Facebook and something was violently jiggling his 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 doorknob to his bedroom. I don't know. It was like very like aggressive. Yeah, it didn't make any noise. Yeah, I think the cup was better. But anyway, we have a doorknob over there. I'll pick it up. But the it's like violently trying to get into his room. And uh, it's like five seconds, just like shaking, just, you know. And uh, like little thuds or whatever. Okay, that was probably just me, you know. I'm just probably thinking weird or whatnot. Probably nobody there. I'm probably just crazy. I know nobody's home, so there's no way that could happen. I would have heard the door open. It's a really creaky hallway. I would have heard footsteps all the way to my door. <laughs> there's no way that could happen. He's like, it's probably not even gonna happen again. So then he goes back to his Facebook chats, and um, you know, a couple minutes later, you know, he's he's convinced himself that that, there's, that he was just going crazy. There's nothing gonna happen. And uh, again, something is like violently grabbing his door and just like, I mean, just like really shaking the heck out of it, putting some shoulder on there, some trying to get in. And uh, so he has he has this. Is his fancy pocket knife that uh, I guess he he had lost, but then his brother was playing with it uh, earlier that day, and he was like, "Hey man, that's my pocket knife." Anyway, so he had this pocket knife, and uh, he goes ahead and he grabs it. And he's just ready to gut somebody. He's like, "I'm gonna open that door, and whoever's here, I'm gonna stab." Like, there's no reason there should be anybody here, let alone nobody should be so aggressively and violently trying to open my door. So he, that's uh, crazy, though. So that door, that doorknob, still shaking. And he grabs that handle while it's still shaking, twists the knob, opens the door, and jabs forward. Nothing is there. There's nobody there. There's nothing there. 
Um, and uh, at that point, he's like freaking out. It's the super cold chill going through him. And then um, he sees some footsteps on the ceiling pass him from, from behind him, like he was in the bedroom. But from behind him, like he was in his peripheral vision right above him. And walks down the hallway, and then it stops right before it would turn into the living room. It just stops there. And so um, he said that at that point, and I, in my head, I'm like, yeah, man, just freaking slam the door, close, lock the door, get under your covers, and just freak out for a little while. <laughs> and he's like, no. I sprinted down the hallway. I sprinted into the the living room. I turned on every single light that I could grab. And he's like, he's like, I went to the kitchen. I grabbed all the knives. And I sat in the living room and put the knives all around me or whatnot. And I just sat there, turned on the TV, put it on mute. And I'm like, oh, you messed up. Don't put anything on mute, man. That's when you start no. hearing stuff. Your mind plays tricks. And he's like, no, it was complete silence. There was nothing. He's like, he went ahead and he called his mom. He's 18 years old. He called his mom and he was like, hey, mom, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to come home. And so she's like, okay, I'm coming home. She came home and he's like, I sat there for 20 minutes in dead silence, just listening to nothing. And then she finally showed up or whatnot and went right to bed. That was the entire story. That's like, whoa, that's kind of scary. Kind of spooky. And side note, when he was a child, he watched his great grandfather die in that room. So he's like, maybe it's my grandpa just mad that I'm in his room playing on Facebook or whatnot. You little shit, get outside and play. So, we got some word of advice, you guys. If you ever have a ghostly encounter, I just sound super... Ghostly encounter? If you have a ghostly encounter, the best thing to do is just turn on all the lights, lock your door. But what if the lights doesn't work? What if the lights is irrelevant? I mean, t- to my to my sake, okay, every time so, I turn on all the lights, things typically end. But like I've told you before, there's some stories. It's broad daylight out. And there's somebody typing away at a keyboard two stories above me or one story above me. If it's during the day, yeah, get out of the house as fast as you can. Sayonara. There's a cool movie. I think it's called Amityville Horror. It's about this haunted house. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they end up getting on a boat and sailing away, and only one of them survives. But really good. It's a true story. It's a really good, um, a really good thriller of a movie. <clears throat> Sorry, I was looking out the web. There's a man. You got a shaky hand. Pretty sure everybody in reality died. That whole family like killed themselves. Uh, Amityville, but I don't know. Half of that was played up from Hollywood. I don't well, in the movie, one person survived, but from what I hear, the, the actual story is there. There's actually people that actually still live in that house today. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But they changed a lot of the house so it doesn't look as creepy. So, there's that. I heard it has a curse to it. Yeah. I probably have a curse on me. Who knows? Hex. Yeah. But I got distracted because there's a place that I deliver to in Marshall. Oh. It's the... Uh, it's the old. How far away is Marshall from Columbus? Uh, it's about about an hour, okay. maybe. Going towards St. Louis. Not Kansas City. Kansas City. Gotcha. But there's the old insane asylum. It was like the first one in the West. Apparently, that's super haunted. I go there at least maybe once a week if I'm lucky. I haven't been there in like a few weeks, but. It's a scary place. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you deliver there? Mm-hmm. So I have before. There. Huh? So they have a business there then? Yes and no. They're like re- renovating it now. It's just a the- mailbox then. No, there's an office inside or whatever that I take it to. But there's a uh, school that they turn they like one of the housings, they turn it into a school. Dude, I just felt some cold chill across my phone, man. Dude, don't fucking tell me that. Don't tell me that shit. I'm saying, we're sitting in an empty room with no fan on me. I just felt this weird little cold chill go across my thumb. You're freaking me out, man. You're freaking me out. But, uh, so if you guys ever encounter a ghost or something, or like any of the stories we said... Leave some stories. If you got any stories, post them in the comments, man, because I'm interested. I want to hear them, dude. Like just sitting down with here with Brian Spooky. this past, we've gone pretty I didn't know long. This story's hitting on any of mine, so we we've gone an hour and fifteen minutes. That's one of our longest podcasts, but good content. It's great content, man. So interesting thing about the Missouri State Peniten- Penitentiary MSP. Um, my dad used to work there, um, but anyway, got shut down after the escapes and all that kind of stuff. But um, it is apparently super haunted. You can hear people walking around. You can hear people talking, just murmuring things here and there. And I believe you can hear screams from the electric chair. Yep. In the gas chamber. In the gas chamber. Fun fact: Whenever one of the guys escaped, when they jumped the wall, right across the street, they actually, the two guys that happened during that escape, they made a hole in the wall and they lived in that wall. Mm-hmm. They lived in that wall for like weeks. They ate and they shit in the same spot for like. Weeks and they end up getting caught in that wall. They don't think anybody actually escaped. No, yeah, somebody did escape. Somebody got over the wall somehow. Uh, right across the street was my aunt's photo gallery, whatever. Okay, I know where that's at. Uh, there's a big white house or something. Yeah. But uh, anyway, my mom worked at her photo gallery in high school, and whenever he the guy escaped, he ran over my mom's car, so there was a footprint of my mom's car. Which I always thought was pretty cool. Pretty neat. But yeah, that's, I have. I mean, we can keep going on hours on this <laughs> on this topic. I mean, do you have any other personal ones that you want to share with us? I mean, I already told the slamming door, bedroom door one. That was probably the spookiest, if not the keyboards. Man, that house was just spooky. I loved that house. The house is freaking great, great location. But there was. There is some supernatural stuff going on. Just some on spooky there. times. Yeah. It has its downsides. Uh, about three weeks ago, I got home for work. Sam wasn't home yet. So I was going to the bathroom. And our bathroom is like real small. So if you're sitting down, the door is like right there in your face. So, you know, I'm doing my business. And also, I see the sh- a shadow. Go by a door. I'm like, okay, Sam's home. Whatever. Like in the door crack. No, the door's shut. Yeah, the door's shut, but like in the bottom level, you're seeing like a little shadow go by. Well, it, you know how all of our doors have like those glass panes? Oh, that's true. It's the same like that. But yeah, you can see through that door. A little bit. It's yeah. It's blurry. It's, it's blurred out, so it's PG-13, but... Yeah. Uh, So I saw a shadow walk by, and I'm like, what? So, okay, Sam's home, whatever. It's no big deal. I keep scrolling through Facebook. All of a sudden, door jiggles. I'm like... Three weeks ago. It's like, what? 
I see the shadow dart back. The occupied. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that didn't get the job done, what, what there's is a there? hallway there too. So not to quote. Um, so series of fortune events, but I'd be like, do you have a hall pass? <laughs> so I finish up my business. And yeah. I walk out. Sam's not home. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> lovely. Okay, okay. I'll just go back to whatever. I guess they had to use the bathroom more than I did. But. Yeah, that was my most recent one. Yeah. Tell you what, man. Don't do that. <laughs> I tell you what, though. Like, I, uh, I, um, dude, stop, man. <laughs> recording a it freaking you out. Yesterday. It freaking you out. That's a little weird. But, uh, I mean, I still, like, I'm a pretty tough guy, if you ever met me, but, uh, tell you what, man. When I get home at 11.30 at night, and none of my roommates are home, I think I just like having roommates. Just knowing that people are there, so I have a reason to believe that noises I hear are people. But when I get home here, and I have a small apartment, I have to flick on some lights. Man, I do not trust the darkness. Oh, I don't either. And I will slowly unflick everyone until I get to my, my bed. Now I know why we have those Christmas lights in our living room. There you go, man. That's why we did it, because I hated going out there pitch black in the middle of the night to let the dogs out. Yeah. Because there's been times where it's been pitch black. I look over into our living room and I think I see somebody sitting there in our couch. I'm like, I'm putting up lights. today, buddy. I'm putting up lights. Like, I'll see it out of the corner of my eye. I'm just like, nope, keep them up. This nope. Looking forward. Looking forward. Nope. Not today. Not today. Yeah, I, I definitely have had those moments. Here's another good story real quick. My dad, he's a very uh, – non-spiritual person doesn't believe in much i don't even know if he believes in supernatural things but what he can tell me is he believes it was an angel when he was in san diego um, as a kid and he would run across this interstate going to his work or whatnot so he's telling me that he was you know walking down the sidewalk and he's about to about to run across the street and he said he made one step running towards that street so like the momentum was building and uh, something tugged his shirt and pulled him backwards. And right after he got pulled back, a semi went flying by. So that could be supernatural or could it be a garden angel. He's not like super Christian type of guy. He doesn't have a whole lot of beliefs there. But uh, at least that's my perception, uh, knowing him for 24 years. But um, yeah, he said something yanked on him. Pulled his entire body back, and then uh, that's just creepy. Inches from his face, the semi just went flying by. That's just creepy. I might not even be born right now because (laughs) if if, if, you know said said spiritual or guardian angel, then then I may not be here if not for him. Yeah, that's about all I got, man. Dude, I'm for for tonight at least. Yeah, it's like it's late. 45 man it's about to be that 3 o'clock hour I don't want to be around so thank you for tuning in uh, we are on every platform except for YouTube and that's to come we're also not on Twitch but that's more of a gaming channel anyway we will we will get there and YouTube live we will go and if you're not going to like our comments if you're not even going to view it rude but if you're not even going to count as a viewer or, or like 
the least you can do is give us some give us some feedback. Let us know that we suck, or let us know that we are really cool tonight. Drop some comments. Tell us your stories, because that's something I want to read. You know, and uh, there's yeah, nothing more more authentic than that. So we want to get to know you on a personal level. Give us some feedback. What do you got, Tanner? Uh, make sure to subscribe and rate us five stars on iTunes. Everything helps. I would. I mean, you do what you do what you feel is right. Even a two star is better than no star. Yeah. But I just write, subscribe. I just want to hear from you guys. I just want give to us funny get comments. Some comments. Get some feedback and some DMs. You know, let me know what's happening. Let, me, you, let me know you listened. <coughs> if you rate, subscribe to us on iTunes. We will read every single message that every single review, no matter what. How long have you been to our Facebook page? It says usually <coughs> usually respond within fifteen minutes. So we're not even super active, but we will respond. Stat. Even though there is a stupid auto responder that pumps out too. <laughs> it's an auto responder that neither of us set up, but for some stupid reason. It's all cool. It just send one of our pictures. Yeah, <laughs> a cup of coffee, and they're like, "Yeah, I want a mocha." And I'm like, "No, it's a podcast." And the thing, if any of you have a really cool idea for our logo, we are looking for a new logo. If, if there's any graphic designers in the crowd, give us some advice. We're looking for some graphics for our logo, maybe some uh, apparel design. Um, so any, uh, yeah. Anything. If you got anything cool or of value, we will probably pay you for something. So just go ahead and DM and let us know what, what, what you think we should do. We will pay you 10 bucks. It doesn't have to be super, super fancy. Just something that looks really cool, really awesome. If you're get, a, some, get people's attention. If you're a networking or marketing wizard, also hit us up. <coughs> We're looking to grow our podcast and reach as many people as we can. You know, right now, we are not for profit. Until we run ads, we're not accepting anything. We are a non-profit organization. Yeah, so... So... Also, you can you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Um, there is one more. Uh, there is one more platform that I've never. Squarebox. Yeah, Squarebox. I've never even heard of that until the other day. Yeah. Yeah, so, man, we are everywhere, and that's that's for you, not for us. If we wanted to just have this as our own little personal thing, we'd just be. Uh, Recording it and putting it on audio tape for ourselves. But we are pushing it for you because you're bored and you got to drive to work. Or you're bored and you're at work. So here you go. Here's something entertaining. You can interact with us. You can even talk to us. And we will respond. We will. We will. This, it's funny. I believe that this, uh, I believe this podcast was a recommendation. Was it not? Was it, was it one of your ideas? I know that in the future we will be covering some religion. We'll be covering some homosexuality. Oh, that was some some advice that we actually got from people. Some ideas that are you talking about uh, topics that we wanted to get across. Yeah, yeah. This topic was just driving out work. I was like, oh, yeah. We need to talk about this because. But anyway, give us some feedback, and we can we can specifically make a podcast based off any idea you have. So so make sure. We'll share Make sure to subscribe, like everything on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and make sure to tune in every Sunday and Monday. 
set up some notifications because it's it depends on the day during Monday through Friday. We will we definitely will post at least one more uh, during Monday through Friday. But as far as what day that is, you just need to have your notifications set up. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it says you know mch podcast or midnight coffee hour, you know just posted a new podcast. There you go. It's right there on your phone. It's downloaded for you. Right there. Another thing, make sure to follow us on Snapchat at, what was it? Snapchat is at mch.podcast. And then our uh, Instagram. Our Instagram should be Midnight Coffee Hour. Our Facebook is Midnight Coffee Hour and Midnight Coffee Hour. And Twitter should be Midnight Coffee with a K. Hold on. No hour. We have a midnight coffee hour. I think that's for Facebook. I think that's the one you made. I never made one on Facebook. You did. Oh, okay. Well, Facebook-wise, it's just midnight coffee hour. I think on Instagram, we have midnight coffee hour and midnight coffee hour. But the one to follow is midnight. That's Twitter. We have midnight, the dash thingy, co hour. Um, Yeah, we have midnight coffee. We're kind of rambling at the end because it's almost 3 o'clock in the morning. We both work today. <laughs> yeah, I worked 14 hours straight, man. No uh, breaks. I kind of forget that I work so I worked from 7 to 3. Anyway, uh, make Thank sure you, to like, uh, you like all this stuff. Far, you're awesome. Uh, and just drop a like so we know you listened this far. It doesn't have to be 5 stars. It can be 2 stars. It can be 3 stars. It can be 1 star. Just make it if you write us one star, just make a funny comment. I don't care. I think here's our obligation to you. We're going to keep pumping out content at least once or twice a week. The only obligation we want back is to see that there's a view and some sort of interaction. Either thumbs up, thumbs down, comment, direct message, do something. Let us know that you are out there because right now we, we don't have a whole lot of interaction. And we want to. We're here for you. So You guys rock. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. That was Midnight Coffee Hour. Midnight Coffee Hour. I'm Tanner. It's Brian. And we will hear, you will hear us next time. Later. See ya.